Welcome to the Natural Healthcare Show. If you struggle with weight or belly fat, have metabolism issues, or find it hard to fall asleep but are always tired, Dr. Brian Foley is here to lead you on a path to better health through a natural approach to healthcare. If you would like to talk to Dr. Brian Foley, give us a call at 615-737-9986. Now, here's your hosts for today's show, Dr. Brian Foley. Welcome back, listeners, and welcome to the new listeners. Uh, This is Dr. Brian Foley, your alternative doctor, and I have another alternative doctor online here, and that's Dr. Rob. Doc, you doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. Fantastic. Well, we start out our show uh, every week telling you why we're called alternative doctors uh, when we're really actually natural doctors. Uh, Doc, I don't know when the time happened, but uh, natural became alternative after a while, so... Mm -hmm. What we do in our office is we fix all kinds of health issues. It doesn't matter what it is. All health issues will improve with uh, nutrition. Uh, but we work on uh, anything and everything, and we get those people uh, well. And luckily for us and for them, uh, we get them well at 100%. That's, our, that's always our goal. Uh, unfortunately, if uh, a gland or an organ has some permanent destruction in there, we might not be able to get back to 100%, but we're always shooting for the 100%. Isn't that correct, Doc? That's right. Yeah, you know, uh, when we're talking about uh, 100%, um, what we're talking about is that nutrition is the thing that the body is looking for to repair itself, to bring its function all the way back. And uh, if you're looking at uh, anything else besides what the body's looking for to build all of that up and get that restored in the natural way, well, um, then you might just uh, not be able to get all that. It's not as possible to get all that back without looking at the what the body's looking for, what the body needs to be able to make all that uh, healing and repair complete. That's right. A lot of these problems that we deal with uh, have been there for many, many years. You know, for you to be diagnosed with a disease uh, you ha- it has to be there for about 10 years. You know, the body's very resilient and tries to bounce back. There's a thing called homeostasis. It's always trying to maintain homeostasis. So it's not going to give you any symptoms for a long time. Behind the scenes, it'll keep working and trying to uh, fix these problems on its own. Now, the problem is that uh, the, what it needs is genuine replacement parts. And what we're feeding it, the body, I mean, what we're feeding the body is not genuine replacement parts. So maybe, Doc, you could explain to maybe some of the new listeners uh, that are listening for the first time, what do we mean by genuine replacement parts? The body needs parts? (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Well, we're not talking about uh, putting on a new muffler or something like that. (laughs) Um, But uh, the body works a little differently than that. It's looking for Uh, vitamins, it's looking for phytonutrients, proteins, um, all sorts of things that uh, that we know about already. We just don't realize how how much we are actually missing um, when it comes to the foods that we're taking in, the supplements. The genuine replacement parts we're looking for is high quality organic food. These are the things that the bodies, um, our bodies for thousands of years have used to, uh, to grow a body and to maintain a body, to heal a body when it's injured. Um, we, we, you might go to the store and say, well, you know, uh, you know, a 99 cent uh, bottle of pills might be, might be sufficient, but what we don't realize is that, uh, what's mostly out on the market there, uh, is, is not what they're, what, not what it's, 
what we think that it is. Uh, it when you get a, a nutritional supplement, um, it might be a vitamin or something like that that's uh, got, says vitamin A and and C and all these things in it. But when you turn it around to the back, it says the names of those uh, what they're actually putting in it is a chemical version of that vitamin. And that's not really what your body wants. It doesn't go the full mile, the full measure uh, of what your body needs to fully heal. And so you do get something out of it, just not the full thing. That's right. And then what we call those, those are made in a laboratory. See, this is where the, uh, unfortunately, the government's involved in doing this, uh, pulls the wool over the uh, public's eyes by calling these vitamins. When they're really nutraceuticals, which means that they're made in a lab, they're partial vitamins, they're chemicals, they're not true vitamins. True vitamins are a complex, they're not one thing. So if you're concerned about uh, what vitamins you're taking, just like uh, Dr. Rob said, take your bottle, turn it around, look at the ingredients. If you see in parentheses with the word as, A-S, as, that's not a true vitamin. That's not something that you find in uh, nature. That's something that was man-made. That's part of a vitamin, but it's not the vitamin that the uh, body needs. So if we're putting a puzzle together, that puzzle will fit the puzzle piece. We're talking about the vitamins on the open market, the nutraceuticals. The puzzle piece will fit kind of in there, but it doesn't do what a real vitamin will do. Now, luckily, uh, we have a company that we work with, and there's several companies out there. These are professional-grade companies, and what they do is they will um, grow food and turn it into vitamins, true food, real food, what the body actually needs. That's why we call those genuine replacement parts. For example, we work with a company called Standard Process. They make a multivitamin called Catalin. The multivitamin has over 1,000 known and unknown nutrients. Now, what do they mean by unknown? Well, they find them in food, but nobody has ever studied them. So they don't know what they do. And what the, what the companies do, a lot of companies, vitamin companies, is they'll take the one part, the active portion of that vitamin, and they'll use that. And the FDA allows them to call it a vitamin. Uh, in my opinion, it's a scam, but there is some usable um, use for nutraceuticals and you just wanna use those on short-term basis. Now, one thing that we use a lot in, as an example is ascorbic acid. And we relate that back to the adrenals. Your adrenals take the most vitamin C of any gland out there uh, or any gland in your body, I should say. But if you have ascorbic acid and you keep taking that long-term, we're talking months and weeks, then doc, can you tell them what will happen with their adrenals? Well, it will, <clears throat> it'll wear them out because it's, uh, it's kind of revving them up a little bit. So over time though, it will wear that out. That's right. That's why you want to use it as short-term bursts. And a good example would be, you're going to go do some traveling. Maybe, maybe you're going on business, uh, uh, maybe you're going on vacation. You can be moving from one environment to another environment. Sure, it wouldn't hurt to buzz up your immune system a little bit. And uh, you'd want to take them for short bursts, a week or two or a few days. And then you want to set them aside because that's not the way the body works. You can't keep driving and driving and driving and driving uh, something with chemicals because eventually 
guess what? It's going to fatigue if we're talking about the adrenals and you, you could say they burn out. Now, Doc, do we ever see any burned out adrenals coming through our uh, office? Uh, yes, all the time. And most people actually, it's a part of what's going on is their body's wearing out and their adrenals is, are wearing out with it. That's right. If you're tired, worn out, even though you're sleeping or you can't sleep, your adrenals, what they do is they wake you up. They're the ones that wake you up. They shift you out of low gear to high gear. Uh, if you're waking up in the middle of the night, uh, just waking up or waking up, going to the bathroom, the adrenals are involved in that. They're the ones that give you the energy in the morning and throughout the day. So they're a vital part of uh, keeping you healthy as well as giving you energy and making sure that you sleep at night. So most people that come into our office, I'd say 99.9% .9 of everybody nowadays has to have some adrenal support. They're also known as your stress glands. Hey, hey Doc, uh, do you think anybody yeah. is ever under any stress nowadays? <laughs> well, we, you know, uh, we just figure out what flavor it is now, rather that they have it or not. <laughs> That's right. Uh, where's it coming from? So your adrenals get beat up, whether it's emotional stress, perceived stress, stress that might, might be happening, physical stress. So it doesn't matter where the stress is. Your adrenals are getting beat up all the time. So what we want to do is we want to get in there with genuine replacement parts, real food. Your adrenals need food, and so does the rest of your body. It needs real food. Now, the problem is the food we're eating is fake food. It's not, it might look good. It might smell good. It might taste good. But where is the nutrition? Food companies, not all of them, but most food companies are not concerned about what the nutrition is in your food. What they're concerned about is taste, what's it taste like, and shelf life. Would you agree with that, Doc? Yeah, um, and it's, uh, you know, nothing against taste or shelf life or any of that, um, but uh, higher on my list is to have nutrition uh, out of my food when I get that. Well, I'll tell you, people don't know what they're missing when they get the real nutrition. We hear it all the time with new patients. Oh, boy, my body's uh, feeling better. I didn't realize I could feel this good. Right. And usually within a short, short period of time, three days to a week is when 70 to 80 percent of the people will notice a change. And uh, that change could be that they feel like they're getting more energy. Maybe they feel like they're sleeping a little better or just a feeling of well-being. You know, a lot of times, especially when you're missing nutrition in your body, your body's going haywire inside. It's screaming for nutrition. But on the outside, it might make you nervous, might give you headaches. Uh, you might be jittery, might have anxiety. So it manifests all these things. And then, of course, then you get bombarded on TV on how to handle them with Guess what? More chemicals, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, it seems so. like we, uh, you know, have, uh, you know, coming, uh, coming at it from that angle, there's, you know, there's certain things, you know, you rev it a body up in one way, you can rev it up in another way. And, and uh, one of the things that people eventually get to, if they got a big enough problem is they'll, uh, they'll, they'll rev, uh, they'll go to a, a medical doctor and get a steroid shot, which is another way to rev up the body. All these mm -hmm. things uh, are giving uh, a short-term solution for a long-term issue, uh, but the way to calm it all back down and be calm, get the body to be calm and strong is to give it the nutrition that it's looking for, and that's something that's irreplaceable. That's right, and when we're talking about nutrition, and the other thing that we find is that 
that people don't know is that there's a consumer grade nutrition, and those are mainly nutraceuticals out there. And then there's a professional grade nutrition. For instance, we have a product, it's called beta food or AF beta food, either one. And if you took five tablets, they come in tablets. And if you took five tablets, that's the equivalency of eating a bushel baskets of beets nutrition wise. So we've had many people come in and say, hey, I take nutrition, but I'm still sick. Well, you gotta get the quantity in there that you need. All right, we're gonna take a short break. We'll come back with our discussion on what we do and how we do it. And we'll do that after the break. All right. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley and Dr. Rob, and we are your alternative doctors. And uh, we've been talking about uh, some of the problems we run into in the office and why we run into them. Uh, basically, it's due to our food supply. And unfortunately, your food may look good, smell good, and taste good, uh, but the nutrition's gone. So you could actually call that fake food. All right. It might fill you up for a while, but it's not going to keep your cells and body and glands healthy like we need them to be healthy. No. Uh, Doc, what I'd like to do is kind of shift gears here a little bit, and some of these new listeners uh, would like them to know, what do we do when, when uh, they come in? What kind of a test do we do to figure all this stuff out? Because it's not just you and me sitting down and talking to somebody and saying, hey, I think you need this, or I think you need that. We actually right. have a few tests that tell us, uh, are we heading in the right direction? And um, one of them is the heart sound recorder. Maybe you could explain that a little bit. Sure. The heart sound recorder is what it sounds like. We're, we're getting sounds from the heart, the heartbeat, we call it. And there's four different valves in the heart. Heart's got a lot of uh, things that it's doing, moving blood here and moving blood there. And so it's got these four valves. And each one of the valves tells us a slightly different picture, gives us a slightly different picture of your heart's health. Um, and it's telling us what nutrition is needed by the heart to function better. So the heart is, uh, it's a way of looking into nutritional deficiencies uh, for the body generally, uh, because the heart is going, is affected by everything and affects everything. So uh, we've got, so for example, the valve that goes from the heart to the lungs. Uh, tells us a little bit about how the lungs are doing. And the lungs also are a, they're sensitive to your stress, which we talked a little bit about the adrenals just now. And the, uh, so the, when we have lung issues or uh, issues in the pulmonary valve, which goes to the lungs, that means that uh, we could see certain things that would show us that you have stress and need some support there. Um, sometimes we'll uh, see that and uh, be able to give the nutrition to the person that's, uh, you know, when we see that, do the graph again after a few minutes and see that graph has changed in real time. The, all it takes within minutes, it can change from, uh, we can see the problem, give them the nutrition, and then that, see that problem diminish or go away uh, because they have the nutrition that was causing that problem. Uh, now, now they have the nutrition that is needed to solve that problem. That's right. And this is a fairly new technology that's out. I mean, the, the technology itself is old. It's been around for about 85 years, but about 
uh, three or four years ago, maybe five years ago, they di digitized it. So it hadn't been able to be used for many, many years. And now, luckily, I think we're the only ones actually in, um, in Tennessee that actually have a heart sound recorder that we use. Yeah. So this is part of our intake that we do when somebody comes in, they'll come in and they'll get the heart sound recorder. And this was really, we've had it for two or three years now, but uh, this is really what opened up my eyes to how nutrition or non-nutrition, like we were talking about before, uh, nutraceuticals really affect the heart. So if somebody is um, taking, say, a, a B complex, I see this all the time when I'm reading those heart sound recorders, they're taking a B complex, which is basically a bunch of chemicals uh, that they're calling B vitamins, they're partial vitamins. And there's a little part on the graph that you have to look at that has to be flat. So we're listening to the heart sound. We're listening to the valves opening and closing is what this uh, computer program does. And uh, there's a part that has to be flat on there between opening and closing. And if somebody is on a synthetic vitamin B complex, that thing will be up and down and jagged all over the place. And this is really what opened my eyes to, wow, look what, what a vitamin, uh, something that's being called a vitamin, can do to a person and you don't even know it you don't even feel it and you've seen this haven't you doc for sure yeah that that's a, a a really good example of how these uh these chemical uh so-called vitamins uh rev people up and and so when they come in and they're tired or they're or they're not sleeping it's no wonder we they're trying to do the right thing but they don't realize that um what they're taking is actually causing part of the problem yeah. And unfortunately, nobody teaches you this. Where, where is this taught in school? Where is it taught in college? It's not. you got to find this, self, this stuff out for yourself. Or you have to uh, uh, talk to Dr. Google. He'll tell you all kinds of stuff. And, and then you, yeah. you're off on some tangent. And three hours later, you said, now, what was I uh, looking for? And, yeah. and it's not even clear there. So this is one of the persons purposes of this show is to help educate people to what true health care is. See, Dr. Rob and I, we have a purpose, and that purpose is to change health care because we do not have health care now. Uh, they call it health care, but it's really disease care. You're fine and dandy until you have a disease. Now we can burn it out. We can cut it out. We can medicate it with chemicals. Uh, but that's not health care. That's disease care. And mm -hmm. it's managed care. That's why we don't have anything against medication, except it's being overutilized. Uh, some people come in and we don't want somebody coming in with untreated or uncorrected uh, high blood pressure, let's say, or high diabetes. We use medicine as a short-term solution, not a long-term. We want to find out why is that uh, high blood pressure high? Why does that person have diabetes? Why is that cholesterol high? Why did somebody get a disease? What is the best thing that we can do to put the odds in that person's favor to stay healthy and pump up their immune system? So yeah. what we, yeah. well, we, we don't have health care. We have disease care. Yeah. And it's uh, it's um, disease management where uh, on some cases they're uh, they're getting a solution that's not uh, getting them any uh back to not getting them back to the goal line. It's just keeping them from getting any further away. It's more of just like a management uh, just to keep things 
in in the spot where they're at. Well, most people want to get better. So right. yeah, it's very it's very interesting to see the um, uh, the differences though when people do get uh, say they had high blood pressure and we start managing uh, you know they got they got that managed uh, with their blood pressure medication. Well, we look at well where could that come from? It might come from your kidneys. It might come from the liver or from the adrenals and right. wherever it's coming from getting that person on the right nutrition will do a lot for them uh, getting that back to where it needs to be. And uh, that's going to not only uh, get them to, you know, improve their heart, but also improve whatever other organ was causing that. If it's the liver or the kidneys or whatever. That's right. You know, uh, you, you could have high blood pressure and you're taking uh, high blood pressure medicine and there's nothing wrong with that. Again, we want to look at it as a short-term solution so we can fix the problem, but uh, you can have high blood pressure medicine. And it always astounds me that somebody comes in and they're, they're coming in for one problem. And I say, Oh, you have high blood pressure. And he goes, Oh yeah, but it, it, it's uh, it's okay. I'm on medication. Well, no, it's not okay. It's not okay to be on that medication the rest of your life. It's okay to be on short term till we can get a good handle on what's causing it to go up. So people don't realize that that if they have high blood pressure and they're on high uh, on their on high blood pressure medicine, they still have high blood pressure. The problem is still there. It's just mm. being managed and it's being forced. Your body is being forced to keep that blood pressure down. That's why the blood pressure medicine fixes nothing in the long run. Uh, so what yeah. we want to do is build underneath that medication. Now, another beauty of what we do is that we're using real food, true food, whole food, and the food and the medication will never, never, um, never cross because we're working with the body, with giving it what it needs nutrition-wise, and the medication bypasses the body and it does what it's designed to do. In this example, bring down the high blood pressure. But the person yeah. still has high blood pressure. Uh, it's just being hidden and brought down, which is a good thing because we don't want anybody walking around with high blood pressure uh, untreated. But let's find a better solution is what I'm saying. And we can get people off of their high blood pressure medicine many, many, many times. I'm not saying we can get everyone off. Some people have been on this high blood pressure medicine for 15, 20, 30 years. And it's a little hard to get somebody off of that. You can fix the underlying issue, but then the problem becomes, okay, how do you get the person off of it? You can't just quit high blood pressure, cold turkey. So that's just one example of, uh, of one way that we would handle the problem. So if you're taking three medications, guess what? You got three areas of your body that is breaking down and needs assistance. And I'm not saying don't be on the blood pressure medicine or the medicine that you're taking, but let's find a better solution. And that's what Dr. Rob and I do is we find a better solution for your body and we keep you healthy. Now, sure. now I, I, I don't, I don't know how many people I have had come in there and they start improving and we got people that have been with us for years and years. And this week, for some reason, I've had three people thank me for saving their life. They felt that they would have been dead by now with everything that's going on, on top of all the problems that they had before they came in, uh, if they weren't on nutrition. And in some cases, I have to agree. I mean, we got people crawling <laughs> through the door that uh, are, uh, they got one foot in the grave and they're asking us to turn them around. 
And we, mm-hmm. one, one thing we do need, Doc, and you might agree with this, is a little bit of time, okay? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. if you're if you're waiting, uh, there's no reason to wait. Uh, the, the sooner your problem uh, is fixed, the better off you'll be. Um, sometimes we say it's not your age, it's the age of your problems. That's right. And uh, matter of fact, uh, before we wrap up and, and uh, go to a, a commercial here, Uh, I just want to let people know that on our next segment, we're going to be talking about GERD, G-E-R-D, GERD, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease. No wonder they call it GERD, right? (laughs) But uh, this is going to be our topic here. We always have a topic that we talk about. So uh, we're always running. We're also running a special here. And uh, I'll let you know what that special is on how to fix and repair GERD. And we'll do that after the break. All right, listeners, welcome back. Uh, you are listening to the longest running live natural health care show here in Nashville. We've been doing this for many, many years, getting people healthy and keeping them healthy. I uh, need to do a little bit of uh, housekeeping here. So uh, if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more of what uh, the show's all about, uh, you can find us on youralternativedoctor.com. Uh, that's our website, by the way, youralternativedoctor.com under media. And you can f- listen to uh, and hear all of the past radio shows. We got those posted there. You can go to Spotify. You can go to Google Podcast, search Dr. Brian Foley. That's B-R-I-A-N-F-O-L-E-Y. You got somebody that needs to listen to this in a different state or out of the listening uh, area for uh, the show that we're on here, the Super Talk Show, they can download iHeartRadio. That's a free app and just plug in 99.7 WTN Nashville and they can listen uh, live. That's the way my mother listens live in Michigan. She is in Michigan and she listens through iHeartRadio. All right. Also, we were talking before the break. Uh, we do have a special. We're going to talk about GERD, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease. I'm glad they shortened that down to GERD. (laughs) Well, this week is, uh, this month is actually GERD Awareness Month. So in our office, uh, we have Heal and Restore Week for GERD. Uh, If you have any of the following symptoms, heartburn, burning, uh, burning chest pressure, worsening after, worse after eating, laying down or bending, you have that chest pressure, pressure worse after that, nausea, bad breath, trouble breathing, hard time swallowing, lump in the throat, lingering coughs, or sleeping problems can all be related back to this GERD. And we're going to talk about what this is and dissect it for you and uh, give you a good idea of what we need to do to handle these issues. But this week only, it's $69. You come in, get the full functional evaluation for GERD. Normally, that's $178. But this week, it's $69, normally $178. All you have to do is just call and reserve your time. Uh, We have a number here for you, 615-333-0021. Just call that number. Nobody's going to answer it. It's a voicemail. Just leave your name and number. And on Monday, tomorrow, I'll have one of my staff give you a call. We'll get you scheduled in. Now, this is only uh, today 
through next week. We're done with this on the 11th. And it is limited on our space. Uh, we don't have a lot of space for uh, people coming in, but we have to limit these uh, these specials that we do. And uh, we're only accepting the first 10 callers here. So you call in and we'll know what time or we get a time and all that. We'll take it from the first to the last. And we're taking the first 10 callers, 615-333-0021. You can come in, get the GERD eval evaluation, $69, normally $178. And you that allows you to come into our office twice, once to do all the testing, make sure you're in the right place. And the second time we go over what we need to do to handle it go over all the tests with you and uh, have a game plan on how to fix it for you. All right, Doc. So um, let's open up our discussion here. Uh, more than 60 million American adults have heartburn at least once a month. 60 million. You know, we were talking about that fake food. I wonder how much of that is because of this. Yeah. <laughs> 15 million adults have heartburn every day. Could you imagine? I haven't, I, I have, I don't even think I've ever experienced heartburn, but 15 million adults have heartburn every day. Well, I tell you what, that's a warning sign. Something is wrong if you're having heart, heartburn. Uh, and recent studies show that this GERD in infants and children, see all of this stuff used to be for adults. Now it's infants and children is more common than doctors ever thought. All right, Doc. Uh, maybe uh, maybe you could uh, lead off here and just kind of explain uh, what is GERD. Uh, we know it's gastroesophageal reflux disease, but what the heck does that mean? Sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> we know the esophagus goes, uh, you know, where that's where you swallow your food and it goes down to the stomach. On the way down, it's going past the heart and the lungs and the diaphragm. The diaphragm is a muscle underneath the lungs that helps you breathe. It moves the, the lungs uh, uh, so that you can get air in and air out. And that esophagus goes right through the middle of that muscle and then down into the stomach. And sometimes the there's a couple things that could be going on when you have acid reflux. One of them is that the top of the stomach pokes up through that muscle, right up through the diaphragm. And it kind of puckers or pinches that that opening of the top of the stomach. So that acid can leak up back up into the esophagus. That's um, uh, called a hiatal hernia. That's a term for that. Basically, all it means is the stomach has slipped up through the diaphragm, and uh, it needs to be uh, fixed. You can you can fix that. It's not uh, too tough to do. the the the, um, the diaphragm muscle gets a little weak, and uh, and so you can help that uh, muscle strengthen up is one thing to do. Another is to uh, help pull it down, which uh, is not that hard to do in the office, um, and uh, and you can get that to to uh, to fix. Um, the, another reason people get um, this problem is that their stomach just can't make enough acid. Uh, this is the thing that seems really counterintuitive to everybody. It seems like they come in and say, "Well, I take antacids for my acid reflux," that and they work, and they're not wrong. They do work. You don't have acid coming back up after you remove acid out of the stomach. But there's one catch on that. If you uh, remove all the acid out of the stomach, now you can't digest your food. Well, what's the answer? How come it's going wrong? The reason that's, that it's happening is that that little muscle in the top of the stomach that closes it off is sensitive to how much acid is in the stomach. So if you have a low amount of acid, some acid, just not enough acid, it won't close all the way. 
again, you got the problem of the acid coming out of the stomach from that. So you have uh, a medium or a low amount of acid in the stomach, you'll get it coming out. What's the solution? Raise the acid amount and it will close that top muscle so it can't get out. And the, the best thing about that is you get to digest your food. Um, one of the things people don't realize is if we don't digest our food fully, something else is going to digest it. You've got bacteria, you've got fungi, things that live in the digestive tract that should be there, some that are not of the good kind that are there, um, or, they're not, or it might get them out of balance. If you don't digest it, something else will, and you could get out of balance from this. Plus, say you're doing, uh, you're taking the antacids, uh, or you're taking a proton pump inhibitor uh, prescription, meaning the something that helps with acid that's a prescription, that means that you cannot digest properly. You're not getting enough acid to actually digest protein. And that protein, uh, mal -pro uh, you're not being able to digest protein means you can't repair protein, things that are breaking down with protein, like muscles, like uh, our whole body's made out of protein. So you're, you're causing a nutritional starvation if you do that um, over time. And the, nobody's ever recommended to be on those prescription drugs more than a month. But some people are on them for years. That's right. And uh, that's a good example of treating a symptom rather than treating the problem. So what, what happens is you go in because uh, you're tasting this acid and you think, well, uh, I, I'm making too much acid. What happens is the food sits in your stomach and it goes through a process called putrefaction. It's rotting in your stomach because you have not enough acid to break it down. So when it does that, it affects that valve at the very bottom or the very the bottom of the esophagus or the top of the stomach, and that valve opens up slightly. And then you taste the acid and you're thinking, it sounds logical, you're thinking, oh, I must be making too much acid. So you start out with some over-the-counter uh, antacids and that's fine, oh, it makes it feel better. But in order for you to have a healthy stomach, in order for you to break down the, the food, your pH, that's the way they measure acid and uh, alkaline base, acid and base, uh, your pH in your stomach for the best um, metabolism has to be between one and three. That is highly acidic. But here's what happens. They go in with these um, proton pump inhibitor, inhibitors or the doctor says, oh, just use some of the over-the-counter medicine. It will, fix the, it will fix it so that you don't taste that acid and it might not be coming up because there's no acid to come up, but it's not fixing the problem, it's fixing the symptom. So these antacid pills will make you feel better because you're not getting any acid up there, but in the long run, they're creating a bigger and bigger problem. So just, in a, just a, a way of handling the symptom and not fixing the problem. Not only that, nowadays you want your immune system to be good and strong. Well, guess what the second line of defense is for your immune system? The first line is your saliva. It breaks down the viruses, the bacteria, uh, if they get into your uh, mouth. And then the second thing that's supposed to happen, you swallow that food or you swallow that particle of spit that you brought in that somebody was talking to you and got in your mouth from their mouth and it goes down the tube, which is your esophagus. And it's supposed to hit a vat, a vat of acid. That's your stomach acid, which should be between one and three. And it guess what? 
the acid is there to kill the virus, to kill the bacteria so you don't get sick. So this is really where it all starts at. And again, we get people in daily that um, they're on these uh, proton pump inhibitors, which are prescription medications. Well, they've dummied them down a little bit. You can get them over the counter now, but they, uh, a lot of them are still prescribed, the stronger ones. Uh, and they've been on them. They were designed, like you said, Doc, they were designed for 30 days and no more. And they're on them for years and years. And then they wonder why uh, they have digestive issues. Uh, also, uh, if you do have a hiatal hernia, uh, we'll talk a little bit more in detail on how to fix that. And guess what? We're going to do that after the break. All right, listeners, welcome back. Uh, you are listening to the longest running live natural health care show in Nashville. We've been doing this for many years, helping people take their first step on their journey to better health. Uh, we do it very, uh, very many ways. There's different levels and different uh, amount of services that we offer. If you're not able to make it into the office, maybe you live a, a ways away and uh, uh, it's a long ways to drive. We can always show you what whole food, nutritional food you need, um, nutrition you need by doing a health survey. It's called a system survey. If you'd like to get one of those, this is absolutely and totally free. All you have to do is just email me with your name, first name and last name, and you send that to myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. That's myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. And um, we'll send you out a survey. And you send it back and we'll grade that. Either Dr. Rob or myself will grade it. And we will give you a protocol, a nutritional protocol based on your symptom survey uh, to improve your health. I guarantee it'll improve your health. Do you guarantee that, Doc? Mm-hmm. Yep. There's not many things I guarantee, but I guarantee you it will improve your health. That's also, right. if you want to know what's going on in our <laughs> office, you can always go to Facebook. Uh, we do have Facebook here. Uh, Dr. Brian Foley slash HWC stands for Health and Wellness Center, which is the name of our office. Uh, that's on Facebook. All right. And let's see, we got this week we got going. So we're talking about GERD, which uh, for anybody that just tuned in is gastroesophageal reflux disease. I'm glad I cleared that up for you. All right. So it's GERD, which is basically a stomach issue and a little bit more. Uh, it's when this acid starts coming up in your stomach. And we have GERD. Heal and Restore Week here. And how do you know if you should come in for this? Well, uh, you can come in for, for it even if you don't think you have it. It doesn't matter. You're welcome to come in and get a functional evaluation. But if you have any of the followings, heartburns, chest, uh, burning chest pressure, which gets worse after eating, laying down or bending, nausea, bad breath, trouble breathing, hard time swallowing, feel like there's a lump in your throat, a uh, lingering cough, this is a, kind of like a dry lingering cough, or sleeping problems, you may have GERD. So if you'd like to come in this week only, we're only accepting uh, 10 of the first callers. Uh, it's $69. The normal value on that's $178. You'll get a full functional GERD evaluation done. Uh, all you have to do is just call this number, 615-333-0021. 
615-333-0021. Call that number. It's our voicemail hotline. Uh, nobody's going to answer it, but you just leave your name, your number, and tell them you'd like to come in for this GERD evaluation, and I will have one of my staff give you a call on Monday, and we will get you scheduled in. So we're taking the first uh, 10 callers that actually uh, calls that number. Our space is limited on the number of new people we can see here, and uh, call 615-333-0021. Now, Doc, uh, we were talking about this hiatal hernia here. I want to go back just a little bit. You know, a sure. lot of people suffer. They don't necessarily have this GERD, but they know that they have a hiatal hernia. You could have both, both things. Um, one doesn't mean you have the other necessarily, but this hiatal hernia uh, seems to be a big problem for some reason, especially this year. We've gotten a lot of people in that have this hiatal hernia, and then that can lead. It raises your chances for this for you to get GERD. But uh, what happens is that esophagus, which is the big tube from the back of your throat down to your stomach, kind of breaks loose, so to speak. It's actually attached to the diaphragm. Uh, of course, everyone knows your diaphragm is there to help uh, help you breathe but it goes right through the diaphragm. And what happens is it's held in place by ligaments. Uh, ligaments are holding that in place, but unfortunately, and we see this a lot because we check the arch of people's feet. The reason we do that is that uh, if you're losing the arch in your foot, it's uh, the rest of your body, your joints and everything to avoid uh, arthritis are unstable and they'll have to compensate for it. That will be another show that we could talk about on that. but. You know, the reason you lose the arch of your feet is that these ligaments aren't getting the nutrition they need. A ligament holds, uh, can hold bone to bone together, but it can also hold the esophagus in there. So if you're not getting the nutrition, and it takes a lot of nutrition to keep your ligaments in good shape, uh, then what happens, these ligaments get loose over time. Now, if you eat a lot and you extend that stomach out, that can kind of break it loose. Most of the time, unless it's super bad uh, medically, they don't do anything about it. But what I wanted to mention is that there is a technique for those that suffer with this hiatal hernia that uh, Dr. Rob and I know how to uh, handle it. And we can teach others how to handle it at home so that this is, does not become a big burden on you and you're kind of stuck with this hiatal hernia uh, just giving you problems all the time. So it's a very simple, easy move, but you do have to show somebody how to do it and anybody can actually do it. But the purpose of it, the reason that Dr. Rob and I do it is so that we can pull that uh, hiatal hernia back down to quote normal uh, parameters. And now we got a chance to maybe get that to heal up. And that's where we use uh, whole food products like Ligaplex 1, Ligaplex 2. Uh, we can test to make sure that that will uh, work on there. Um, all right. So, Doc, I just wanted to uh, let people know that uh, there is a solution for all these problems without having to take a lot of this medicine. What else you got over there on GERD? G-E-R-D. GERD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> don't growl at him. Um, yeah, so we got <laughs> it's what I tell my wife when she uh, makes me mad. <laughs> well, so, you know, it's interesting. Um, there's things that can make it worse. So if you're taking, um, like over time, you're taking aspirin, ibuprofen, um, even certain muscle relaxers and blood pressure medications, you could have this coming up more than you would normally. Um, so you want to 
sometimes uh, that's just a situation people find themselves in, uh, and we can we can help with that. <clears throat> this is going to be you know talking about uh, just the body's ability to make the acid uh, can get kind of low. So yeah, the digestive system gets worn out if we you know do certain things like say you eat a lot of meat. Uh, we had a uh, patient come in. He was living on antacid tablets and uh he just it was just killing him he couldn't uh he couldn't work and i said you know uh we've got a product that acidifies your stomach throw those antacid tablets away and take this every time you would take an antacid take this acid and see what you think and he did that after about two weeks he says i haven't had any problems at all of course uh, he did. He continued eating all the meat, but uh, he, he at least he could function and do all those things. Um, I, I, you know, of course, recommended having a more complete diet. But uh, but at least he could still uh, function and do his job, and he had uh, no acid reflux. That's right. And guess what you have to have to break down protein, meat, animal protein, acid. You have to have acid in your stomach to break that down. So uh, it'll put a big burden on the body uh, if they if the person doesn't have it. We had a gentleman uh, come in. This is uh, several years ago. He would walk around with a bottle of Pepto-Bismol in his back pocket and he'd be out working and he'd have to take a swig of that when his uh, that was his solution. A swig of that when his uh, stomach started acting up. And guess what? Uh, We went in there. We healed it up. Now, sometimes, especially if it's been there a long time we might not be able to get that acid in right away. We might have to get some aloe vera. We got a professional grade liquid aloe vera and you, you can take that internally and it coats the stomach It gets rid of the inflammation and starts healing it up. Uh, the other thing that uh, can happen is you can get ulcers. And uh, the other thing that uh, can happen is you can get ulcers. And I'll tell you what, after the break, I'll tell you how we can handle ulcers in your stomach. And we'll do that after the break. strives to provide accurate and trustworthy information. The advice given on this program is based on a short description of symptoms given by the caller and is given with the understanding that neither the station nor the host is offering a diagnosis or cure for any health-related condition. No sickness or physical disorder can be accurately diagnosed through the format of this program. Thus, anyone seeking advice should consult with their own medical professionals before pursuing any cures, procedures, or treatments suggested on the radio. Welcome to the Natural Healthcare Show. If you struggle with weight or belly fat, have metabolism issues, 
or find it hard to fall asleep but are always tired, Dr. Brian Foley is here to lead you on a path to better health through a natural approach to health care. If you would like to talk to Dr. Brian Foley, give us a call at 615-737-9986. Now, here's your hosts for today's show, Dr. Brian Foley. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, and you are listening to the longest-running live natural health care show in Nashville. If you have any questions uh, about your own health, uh, feel free to call in. Uh, this is a live show, and we do have people that don't like to call in but do have questions. You can also email me those questions, and we'll read the question only online. And uh, you email that question to nutritionalquestion, that's nutritional question at gmail.com nutritional question at gmail.com or you can also call the radio 615-737-9986 if you have a particular question you would like uh dr rob and i to uh, answer all right so we were talking about uh gerd that is our topic here and for those that might have just tuned in that stands for gastroesophageal reflux disease gerd in for short and we have the uh, Heal and Restore Week at our office to uh, fix these problems that uh, come in. Uh, but we were talking before the break about an ulcer. We got into the stomach. It has a lot, GERD has a lot to do with your stomach and stomach acid and uh, herniations like uh, hiatal hernia is what they call it. So um, we want to talk about ulcers. People come in with an ulcer. As a matter of fact, I had a patient uh, this week come in and she said that uh, her ulcer was acting up. Now, she didn't come in for ulcers, but, uh, you know, patients don't tell you everything that's going on there. They, they got certain things they want to handle. And she brought it up that she had these ulcers. And uh, so there is a solution for it. It's a stomach ulcer. It's usually bacteria is what it is. And what we, what we do for that is we have a product. It's called okra pepsin. Well, okra is real sticky. And you uh, want to take that before you eat, before you put food on it. So it ends up on the stomach right away. And okra pepsin will cover the ulcer and also uh, heal it up. And then we can also make it very uncomfortable for that bacteria to be there. But uh, we've healed up uh, many, many uh, ulcers, stomach ulcers by doing this. Uh, if it's really tender or if it's really inflamed, then we add in our liquid uh, aloe vera that goes in first. And that's very soothing to the lining of the stomach. It also has a lot of healing properties. And then on top of that, we put in a product called okra pepsin E2. And uh, that will cover that. It helps to protect it from food. Sometimes they get a little irritated when you eat food uh, and you do both of those on an empty stomach. All right, Doc, uh, you got anything else there you want to talk about ulcers or on the uh, GERD? Sure. Yeah, the uh, the ulcer uh, issue is uh, is one that we definitely do handle and it's not um, uh, it's it's, it's something that you, you know, people know it when they have that problem. It's not a fun one. Um, you know, when you eat, you feel bad and, uh, you know, it's, it's something uh, that you'll know when you take something that's soothing or, you know, like the, like that one patient you mentioned, the Pepto-Bismol or aloe vera, um, those are, are very helpful. That's one of the ways that you know that you have an ulcer. Um, it's just what you what you're eating makes a difference that way. If you're to take an uh, an antacid, you might feel better. But if you were to take acid at that point, you would not feel better. So that's how we know what's going on partially, uh, just from the symptoms. Um, but uh, 
these are these are things if you're taking the um uh like i said those medications that i mentioned before the aspirin ibuprofen those can some medications can be a little bit um they can wear on the lining of the stomach so those are also an issue that you got to look out for um for ulcers um that's right and, and uh, we had a, a gentleman that just reminds me we had a gentleman come in he was taking medications he had a a, a tumor in the bone and he was taking medication before he went to bed at night, but it was upsetting his stomach and he couldn't sleep like he wanted to. So guess yeah. what we did? We put in that, we told him to take three okra pepsins before he goes to bed and it, uh, it protected his stomach from the medication and he was still able to take the medication. And yeah. uh, I believe it's this week he's having a procedure done on his leg there. But um, those are other ways that we can help to assist people that need medication and mm -hmm. they're getting these side effects or it's uh, affecting them in one way or the other. Yeah. Now, a, a couple other things on uh, GERD, uh, things that might make you more likely to have it is, of course, being overweight or obese. Uh, pregnancy will actually can actually bring that on. The baby's, of course, pushing on the stomach and there's not enough room and uh, pushes the stomach up and irritates the stomach as well as pushes pressure back on that esophagus. Uh, if you have a problem of delayed emptying of your stomach, well, I would say that is the onset of GERD or the onset of a stomach problem. And that's probably delayed emptying of your stomach is due to low um, acid in the stomach. Wouldn't you agree there, doc? For sure. Yeah. Uh, it takes longer to get everything broken down without the right. acid. So what happens is it just sits there and it goes through what they call putrefaction and uh, putrefaction uh, is your stomach isn't emptying. It's just putrefying. It's rotting in your stomach. So a nice way of saying rotting in your stomach, I guess, is putrefaction. I don't know which one of those sound worse, but I don't want it to happen to me. <laughs> yeah, usually you can tell because it doesn't smell too good either. You get some burping and things. Yeah, and that's where that, see, that's where if you have like chronic halitosis, which is a nice way of saying bad breath, if you have chronic halitosis, <clears throat> it's not necessarily a tooth problem or something in your mouth. Most of the time, it is the stomach. You got the food sitting in there and it's just rotting in the stomach. And if you can't get rid of that uh, halitosis, then you better start looking at the stomach issue. Uh, whether you have pain or not, there is a stomach issue there. Uh, mm -hmm. Some diseases of connective tissue. And remember, we talked about the connective tissue, which is ligaments holding that um, esophagus there. And when it doesn't hold it there, we call that a hiatal hernia. Uh, diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, those kind of things can also make you or tend for you to have GERD. And then there's a few lifestyle choices like smoking, of course. Um, unfortunately, smoking uh, tears everything up. All your connective mm -hmm. tissues, your skin, everything as, as time goes on. Now, I was brought up with uh, two smokers in my house, my mother and my father, and I know that smoking is the hardest thing to give up because uh, it's so addictive with that nicotine, and they tried many, many, many times. Certain foods and drinks, including chocolate, sorry, you chocolate lovers, and fatty or fried foods, coffee and alcohol, of course, will cause the acid re reflux to be worse and can lead to that GERD. Eating large meals, 
Now, Doc, you didn't need any large meals on Thanksgiving, did you? You know, this year was new. I didn't do that this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're probably the only one. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody, in, including all our patients, we give them one day off and they can go and splurge. But watch out. This is large meals done on a regular basis, probably on a weekly basis. That would stretch the stomach. It pulls on that uh, where the um, esophagus goes up there and it can lead to that GERD. Uh, in that area there. And eating too soon before bed. This is interesting. Eating too soon before bed. You know, we get a lot of people that they get up and, and go to the bathroom before they go to bed. Um, I've never really thought of eating too soon before bed. I don't, I've never recommended that to anybody, but I do recommend not drinking fluids two hours before bedtime, especially if you have a uh, problem and you're waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And again, uh, certain medications, including aspirin, like you were talking about before, will uh, give you a tendency to, um, to have GERD. Now, I do want to make one statement here on this aspirin. You know, a lot of doctors will recommend you take aspirin, especially if you've had a heart attack. The problem is you don't have an aspirin deficiency. Uh, what you do have and what they're trying to do with aspirin is thin out your blood. Well, there's a natural blood thinner. It's called wheat germ oil. And Doc, do we use a little bit of wheat germ oil in our office? Oh, yeah. It's very helpful for several things. Yes. You can take it in internally. You swallow it. Uh, and uh, it helps with hormones. It helps with your skin. It's a natural blood thinner. Uh, now, you're not going to go to your uh, doctor that uh, recommended an aspirin and say, I'm taking wheat germ oil because the, these, these two things don't correlate in some <laughs> circles. Okay. Um, and you can also take wheat germ oil. Since we're talking about wheat germ oil, we can take wheat germ oil. And if you had a uh, sore that wasn't uh, healing, or you get that redness around those sores, like you're working outside and you get scratched or you get cut, uh, let it heal for a day or so, and then start putting wheat germ oil on it. It'll heal up and it'll take all the inflammation out. There's something in wheat germ oil that does not allow, um, does not allow bacteria, viruses, or yeast to live in it. So it's a good thing to heal up, um, heal up cuts, minor cuts, and uh, actually scars. Uh, now, since we mentioned scars, Doc, do you want to uh, talk about scars for a minute? And sure, we get a lot of scars in, and if you have scars on your body, they could be what we call active. Now, what do we mean by active, Doc? Well, uh, there's a, a problem with the healing of the tissue with a scar. You just don't get the proper healing. That's why it's called a scar. It's not normal skin. Um, <clears throat> if you get a big one, a big enough one, you can tell there's not any feeling in the scar. And that's because the nerves aren't healing uh, properly. It's just straight. It's just slapping up connective tissue. You know, we got to keep this body from invaders and we got to keep it, things held together. So there's not all of the proper nerve formation and all that. Well, the nerves form in loops. They don't form normally. And what you'll get is the, uh, the nerves don't behave like a normal nerve. They might store up the signals that they're getting and release them in odd directions. This was discovered by a German medical doctor, actually. Um, mm -hmm. And when, when you have that going on, a lot of times it's not a problem. But sometimes that scar, those nerves in that scar aren't behaving correctly, which is messing up the nervous system and the body's ability to function and heal properly or to just function in general. 
And, uh, and that's when we use the wheat germ oil because the wheat germ oil is very healing to those uh, nerves and the scar. And we're able to get better function or healed up those nerves. And then you don't get this issue with the nervous system and that scar anymore. That's right. So if you get cut and if you have a, a scar, whether it's from surgery or not, uh, you can use the wheat germ oil to get that to heal up. Now, Dr. Rob and I are trained to figure this out for you. It would be impossible for you to figure it out on your own. All right, but we're going to take a break. Maybe we can talk a little bit more about scars after the break. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley and Dr. Rob, and we are your alternative doctors. Uh, we're helping people take their first step on their journey to better health. And what we mean by better health is natural health. Your body will heal, but it needs genuine replacement parts. It needs real food. Unfortunately, we're not getting real food in our diet anymore. We're getting fake food. It might look good, smell good, and taste good, but the nutrition's gone. So it becomes a sad thing, unfortunately, uh, that uh, you have to supplement and you have to supplement with real food. And that's what we do at our office. We use whole food, real food, genuine replacement parts to get things up and going. You know, I'm going to toot my horn here a little bit, but people in Nashville don't know how lucky they are to have you and me, Doc, because there's not a lot of people trained, a lot of doctors trained in what we do. Uh, people have to drive even today we get people that drive from Illinois to our office from Alabama to our office from Atlanta to our office uh, they drive a long way to come see us and here we're right in the backyard of everyone here that lives in Nashville so uh, take advantage of uh, us being in the backyard here and find out what you need to do to get better health would you agree there doc yeah I would say it for sure is a discovery uh, a lot of people come in not knowing uh what they're missing and or what their body needs. And it's a real uh, educational as well as healing process. Yes, we do a lot of educating. That's for darn sure. And I don't know how many people uh, over the years, hundreds have told me, you know, doc, I didn't know how bad I really was until I started feeling better. So <laughs> that happens all the time. All right. So uh, a little housekeeping here. We want to uh, let you know where our topic here is GERD, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease. Uh, if you have that or you know you have it, you've been diagnosed with it. Well, there is a way to handle that and restore good digestion back into your body. It is GERD Awareness Month here in our office. It's uh, Healing and Restoring Week for GERD, GERD Healing and Restoring Week. So how do you know if you have GERD? Well, if you haven't been listening to us, uh, here's some, uh, some symptoms you may have. Heartburn, burning chest pressure, which gets worse after eating, laying down or bending over. Nausea, bad breath. This is chronic bad breath. We talked about that. Trouble breathing, hard time swallowing, lump in the throat, lingering cough. This would be like a dry cough. You just kind of, it just doesn't go away. And sleeping problems can all indicate there is a GERD issue going on. Now, if you want to come in this week, get our full GERD evaluation, 
full functional GERD evaluation. We do functional testing. We're not just looking for diseases and then put you on something the rest of your life. We're actually looking for functional issues and how can we handle this and heal it up. So you can come in this week for $69. It's normally $178 value. You can come in for $69. You're going to come in. You're going to meet Dr. Rob. You're going to meet myself. Uh, we're going to uh, get a game plan together for you. Uh, we're going to do all our testing on the first visit. And then you come back and we'll go over all the testing, tell you what happened, where you're, and make sure you're in the right place. Uh, we'll do all that for $69. The best deal in healthcare that I know of. Uh, if you want to come in, we are only taking the first 10 callers. You can reserve your time right now, 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021. Uh, that's our voicemail hotline. Uh, we say uh, kiddingly because nobody's going to answer that at the other end. You just leave your name and number, and then I'll have one of our staff give you a call tomorrow. So 615-333-0021. And again, we are limited on space on this offer here. So we're only accepting the first 10 callers on that. All right, Doc. Now, I just wanted to, uh, to uh, just wrap up the scars here and uh, just let people know because Scars are kind of weird. Most people don't even know about this. Like you said, this was the this was actually discovered by a medical doctor, and uh, he presented it in front of a, a medical um, seminar. And all those docs thought, "Oh, this is interesting," uh, but all the natural docs thought, "Hmm, that's why my patient isn't getting well." So you could have a active scar. This could be one of the issues that we have to hunt down when you come in. You could have an active scar that's stopping you from healing up with this GERD that we're talking about. So what happens real quick is that these scars, uh, when you get cut, there's a fine meshwork of nerve fibers in there. Those nerve fibers don't heal back. The theory is, they don't know for sure, but the theory is that bacteria gets in there. Well, if we find an active scar that's stopping you from healing, these, uh, these nerves will act as an antenna and they will pull energy away from different glands and organs. And in this case, it could be your stomach. And if you have a scar or have had any, um, any surgeries, you, you can't just look at a scar and say, hey, uh, I think this is active. There's a way to test the scar to find out if it is. And if it is active, then we got a very simple solution. You rub wheat germ oil on it and you do that once in the morning and once at night and it will heal up. I've had people come in where they had one active scar, they walk out of the door with one, uh, one bottle of wheat germ oil and it turns their whole uh, health around and their whole life because they've been suffering for many, many years and they didn't even know anything about uh, active scars. All right, Doc, anything else you wanna uh, add to that to wrap that up? Uh, no, that's uh, pretty good. The, uh, the wheat germ oil is, um... Uh, of course, uh, something that people use for a while, and then after the scars is no longer a problem, uh, they can also use it for the other things that we use it for, which is uh, you can take those the wheat germ oil, uh, say, before you work out. If you get sore muscles during a workout or you're going to do a workout, you know you will. Uh, you take about uh, four to six of those before the workout, and you won't get sore. That's right. That's one of the miracles of wheat germ oil. You know, if you're just starting, uh, you know, we got January coming up. There's going to be tons of people starting a uh, workout program that haven't worked out in a while. And uh, you're going to be sore the next day. But if you take that wheat germ oil, four to six of them before you work out, uh, you, you'll know you worked out, but you won't have that 
agonizing soreness in the muscle. It, it works like a miracle. That's what I do. And uh, I couldn't believe how well that actually worked. So, um, so the wheat germ oil is uh, something that we can do internally, externally. Uh, we use a lot of wheat germ oil. And I know that the people that are allergic to uh, gluten are saying, oh, I can't use wheat germ oil because I'm allergic to gluten. Well, guess what? The wheat germ oil has no gluten in there. They took it out. So anybody and everybody can use it. And it works really, really well. <laughs> All right, Doc, you got, you got anything else there on the GERD? Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, when you're pregnant, uh, that's, a, that's an issue there. I know uh, my wife has had that issue a little bit. Um, and you don't necessarily have to treat that any differently if you're pregnant. You can use uh, those same, uh, you can use an acidifying product to help that. Um, but uh, with, with pregnancy, um, also know that uh, you're eating for two and you need more resources. So um, that's a really good time to be, of course, we, we talk about uh, prenatals uh, for pregnancy. Um, that's right down our alley. We do a great job, I think, with, uh, with getting the, the proper nutrition in that's needed. And, uh, and that's just one aspect of that. Um, because you have to eat enough to uh, build a baby's body. That's a lot of work. And you might not have all the resources needed for that. Um, so an uh, acid product to help you digest the food is very helpful. Yeah. Yep. And I just want to uh, mention um, women that uh, they get this morning sickness. This works 99.9% .9 of the time, but morning sickness, uh, they, they usually just put up with it and uh, suffer through it. But I've done this many, many times. Morning sickness is basically toxins from the baby coming into the mother. She's sleeping at night. The toxins aren't getting removed. So what we have is we have a product called Arginex. You take three or four of those Arginex, which is a kidney support. And in about a day or two, uh, in most cases, uh, the uh, pregnant mother will not have um, morning sickness anymore. So Arginex works really good with that. And... Um, some of that could be uh, rolled up there with the GERD and all that kind of stuff too. But to get rid of morning sickness, Arginex works really, really well. All right, Doc. Uh, so what else we got over there on the uh, GERD? So um, when we talk about things that um, might uh, you might need um, or not do when you, when you have GERD, um, when people lay down and the acid comes up um, or there's a, you know, like a bend over and they feel the acid, that's, that is, um, you know, uh, something like, oh, well, my solution is just don't bend over, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which exactly. makes sense. Um, I understand that, but, uh, but uh, that's a function of your body that, you know, what functions are just, what can you do? What's the function? Uh, if you if you can't eat a meal and then bend over to pick something up, you've lost a function that your body should be able to do. Just normal, healthy person. Um, so you know, I wouldn't call that uh, a solution to it, although that's that's practical in the moment. Um, or sleeping, that's a big one. You know, people can't sleep if they are having trouble having the acid come up when they lay down to go to sleep. 
um, there's something going on there that uh, that your body is not able to do anymore that it used to be able to do. And, uh, and there's a, there's something that can be fixed. Just, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, know that that's not something that you'd have just have to, uh, to work around. We should get that function, your body functioning again, so that you can sleep or that you can do all the things that you normally would do. Yeah. There's, there's times when we're working with somebody that has this GERD and they're having the problem. It's major at uh, bedtime. Uh, the couple of things that, and these are all temporary things until we can get it under control is uh, instead of laying flat, you can buy these wedges and you uh, lay on the wedge. That helps to get you uh, through the night until we can heal up the uh, GERD. Or you get the you you raise the end of your bed where the head is. You raise that higher than your feet, and that mm. sometimes helps too. But those are temporary measures. We want to get down and fix it, and, and that gives us a chance to do that. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to the longest-running live natural health care show in Nashville. We've been doing this for many, many years, helping people take their first step on their journey to better health. And uh, we do that at various levels. Uh, one of them is actually free. If you would like a uh, free health survey, or symptom survey, I should call it, uh, it's absolutely free. What you do is it's like a quiz. You take it out, probably takes you maybe three minutes or five minutes to fill it out. You uh, email that back. This is all done by email. And then uh, Dr. Rob or myself will put together a whole food uh, supplement program based on your symptoms there. And you can, we'll tell you how you can get them and, and you can give it a try. I guarantee it will improve your health. So if you'd like to do that, just email me at myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. That's myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to uh, listen to our past shows, our, all, all our subjects, uh, different subjects that we've talked about, you can go to our website, youralternativedoctor.com. And doctor spelled out, youralternativedoctor.com. Go to the media page. And uh, you can click on uh, a list of uh, different uh, different uh, uh, radio shows that uh, we've done in the past. You can also go to Spotify and to Google Podcast and search Dr. Brian Foley, B-R-I-A-N-F-O-L-E-Y. You have somebody in another uh, state that you say, hey, I wish my mother could listen to this or my father could listen to this or my brother. Uh, just have them download iHeartRadio. Uh, it's a free app. You download it and then you um, tune in to 99.7 WTN Nashville and it'll come up and you can listen live every week. So there's no stopping, stopping you. We're taking all the barriers out and getting you healthy. Now we got a new year coming up, 2022. So take advantage of this. Get your um, New Year's resolution going that uh, you are going to get healthy and stay healthy and you're going to do it all naturally. All right, Doc. So uh, we were we've been talking about uh, GERD here, uh, what it what it is and uh, how we handle it. And now it, it, it just you know, we've been talking about one thing, but unfortunately, we do not get uh, to put blinders on like some, some professions you walk in and you have a thyroid problem. Guess what? All they ever do is look at your thyroid. They never look at the pituitary, what the thyroid does, which is metabolism. 
We don't get that luxury. If you walk in and we have GERD, that's our primary thing that we have to handle. Uh, but there's going to be other problems like liver problems, gallbladder problems. Would you agree, Doc? Yeah, there sure is. Um, I did want to mention one more thing about uh, the acid issue. Um, mm -hmm. what, one of the reasons why this is a big deal is because when you uh, have proper digestion in the stomach, it sets up the first domino so that you can properly have all the other dominoes fall like you need to in getting digestion handled. So if you don't have good enough acid in the stomach, well, then it just dominoes down that it's going the wrong way. You're not going to be able to get the nutrition that you need in the body um, if this doesn't go correctly. So this is a very uh, a good thing to handle, and it'll open up solutions for the rest of digestion. For one, one for example, is without good acid levels in the stomach, you can't uh, digest and absorb minerals. And uh, if you're if you're not absorbing minerals, the minerals are like uh, the <laughs> I don't know how it just popped in my head the magic the magic fairy dust of your body it actually does amazing things for you uh, to have the minerals that you need. Um, the minerals are where all the action happens on the enzymes that you make, and they make things uh, they make it possible for your body to function correctly. So minerals are huge. Um, they're part of the, the, the middle of all the, the um, vitamins as well. There's going to be minerals in there that make it work. And so that's why uh, this digestion is so important. Having that acid is so important. Uh, over time, you can't get protein and you can't get minerals into the body. And that's what we have this chronic deficiency that people get. They don't realize how bad they're feeling because they don't realize what they're missing out of their diet or how they're missing it. This is one of the keys. That's right. That's why when we deal with digestion, somebody comes in with a digestive problem, uh, we always have to work from the top down. So we're working from, if there's nothing going on in the mouth, then we're working uh, with the stomach and we work our way down. If we don't handle the stomach, no matter what other uh, problem digestive wise that person's handling uh, or having, uh, it will not get corrected until we handle that stomach issue. Another thing that I find that it doesn't go hand in hand, but every so often somebody comes in, they have GERD, they have this acid reflux going on. They might have a hiatal hernia, uh, which all can be handled and repaired with what we do. But on top of that, they could have something that mimics a lot of stomach issues. And that is the gallbladder. The gallbladder um, is part of the liver, but it holds bile salts. And if those bile salts are of poor quality, meaning that they're not breaking down the fats, the purpose of the bile salts is to break down fat as it goes through your uh, digestive system, or they could be too thick. And that both of those are, goes back to the liver. The, the bile salts are made in the ducts of the liver. So we have to clean up the ducts of the liver sometimes. And there's a product that does that called fast food liquid. Or uh, we have to get better bile salts in there, better quality. And we use a product called Choline or Colacol. Either one would work to bring that bile salts in there. Now, Doc, what happens if somebody has their gallbladder removed? Well, they're not able to uh, have uh, enough bile salts collected for a meal to actually handle all the fats in the meal. Um, the gallbladder is like a holding tank. 
for the bile salts that the liver makes. So you get you you up over time that's storing them up, and then when you have a meal, it and the stomach stomach is done, it'll stomach will empty, and the gallbladder will empty to join that food, and um, you know get that bile uh, salts into the food, get the fats all ready to go so that small intestine can absorb it. Yes, that's right. And, uh, you know, I don't know how many people have come in and I tell them that. And they said, well, my doctor said uh, before he removed it, you could live without a gallbladder. Well, sure, you can live without a lot of things, but the body doesn't have spare parts. You take one away and something else is going to happen. So... So what you have to do is you have to get either the choline or the colocol and manually put that in, do what the gallbladder used to do. Uh, I had a a young, young guy come in uh, just the other day. I I think he's came in two or three times. Uh, He was having all kinds of digestive issues and they took his gallbladder out thinking it was a gallbladder problem. And guess what happened? Nothing. It wasn't the gallbladder. Now here's a young man. I think he's 17, 18 years old walking around for the rest of his life without a gallbladder and still has the problem. So his mother heard about me and brought him in and hopefully we can, uh, we can turn that around uh, for him. You could say uh, living without a gall, you can live without a a gallbladder is kind of like saying you can live with with nine fingers. Uh, You're just missing one finger, (laughs) but you're just not going to live the same way. (laughs) Right. The, The quality of life goes down, especially if you start out young. Uh, and, and without a gallbladder. Uh, but yeah, and also uh, many, many people come in and say, well, I always ask them, why did you get your gallbladder removed? And a lot of them will say, well, there were stones in it. Well, those stones can be handled over time. Uh, you don't have to remove a gallbladder. I don't know why they just don't go in, cut the gallbladder out, remove the stones, sew it back up, and uh, you're fine. But what they do is they go in, they take the whole gallbladder out. Well, yeah. Dr. Rob and I deal with functional problems and that causes a functional problem with the digestive system. And mm-hmm. it can uh, cause a problem in the uh, intestinal tract as well as back up into the stomach. And I don't know how many people have come in and told me they have a stomach problem and we use a technique called nutritional response testing and it's not a stomach problem, it's a gallbladder problem. And we handle the gallbladder and the stomach problem, what appears to be the stomach problem clears up. So we got to look at all these other things that are surrounding uh, this possible GERD that you may have, including the liver. Now we do a detox on the liver on almost everybody. And uh, the liver does 590 things they know it does, and they think it does twice that much. Uh, But we want to always clean that liver up. Our liver is working overtime. It's handling more things, more chemicals than it was ever designed to handle. And I forgot how many millions of people uh, now have um, fatty liver, which, you know, years ago, 30, 40, 50 years ago, you never heard about fatty liver unless you were an alcoholic. Now it's non-alcoholic fatty livers. And it used to be just adults had this stuff. Now all the kids are getting it too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they talk about uh, stomach issues. Uh, One of the things people might complain about is uh, burping and belching. And, but that's actually more likely a liver issue. Um, You're not able to digest the liver's not, uh, you know, unhealthy for some reason, can't function like, and do its digestive functions. And, uh, and so after you eat a meal, if you get a lot of burping, it's not your stomach. It's actually most of the time your liver. That's right. That's what always gives me the, uh, 
red flag, like uh, I, I will ask the patient, are you doing a lot of uh, burping and belching? And they go, yes. And uh, then we can kind of hone in on that area. And I'd say 99.9% .9 of the time, that's a, a gallbladder problem that needs to be handled. And mm -hmm. uh, we can handle that. And a lot of the burping and belching goes away as long as the stomach is getting the acid that it needs. Uh, I don't know why people are so afraid of acid. And speaking of acid, you know, yeah. a lot of people, they will uh, drink this alkaline water all the time. Well, your water, natural um, spring water is about 7.2. It is slightly alkaline. Uh, but if you are making alkaline water and you got that alkalinity up to like nine, well, that's changing everything that's in the stomach. So you got to be careful of those kind of things. Uh, there's some rumor that it, the more alkaline you are, the less uh, you're going to be sick. I don't find that true clinically at all. Let's take a short break. We'll be back after the break. All right. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, your alternative doctor. I'm online here with Dr. Rob. He's an alternative doctor also. And you are listening to the longest running live natural health care show here in Nashville. We've been doing this for many, many years, helping people take their first step on their journey to better health and doing it all naturally. Now, we've been talking uh, in our subject uh, every week. We have a different subject, but our subject this week was GERD. And this week at our office, it's healing. And healing and Restoring Week for GERD uh, patients. And GERD stands for Gastrointestinal Reflux Disease. If you didn't know what GERD is, it's basically a stomach uh, disease or uh, acid reflux gets involved in there. Hiatal hernias can be involved. Liver can be involved. Gallbladder can be involved. But uh, if you don't know if you have one or not or have GERD or not, uh, here's some of the symptoms that may occur. Uh, heartburn, uh, uh, burning chest pressure, worse after eating, lying down or bending, nausea, bad breath. This would be like chronic bad breath. It's usually a stomach issue. Uh, trouble breathing, hard time swallowing, lump in the throat, lingering cough. That would be a dry cough and sleeping problems. Uh, all of those can lead to or be an indication of GERD. If you want to come in, get a full GERD evaluation. It's $69. The normal value on that's $178. But this week only, it's $69. Now, uh, we're limited on our space, so we're only accepting the first 10 callers that call in here. So you can call now to reserve your time. Uh, we'll take you as you call in. Uh, and if you want to call in and you want to get this evaluation or you have any digestive issue, that you want us to look at. It doesn't have to be GERD, uh, but that's the uh, that's what this week is, is healing and restoring week for GERD. But you can call 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021, and leave your name and number. That's a voicemail. We call it our hot hotline voicemail. Uh, you leave your uh, name and number and uh, I'll have one of my staff give you a call on Monday and we'll get you scheduled in 615-333-0021. All right. So we got that out of the way, doc. We were, we were moving uh, a little bit out of the stomach area and what would be considered traditional GERD, I guess. And we're, we're talking about some of these side areas that we have to uh, work on to handle the whole digestion because 
we don't get the luxury of just looking at the stomach and handling GERD. We got to handle the whole body as a whole. So we were talking about the uh, liver and the gallbladder. Uh, was there anything you wanted to add to that? Oh, maybe we lost them. Oh, hey, Doc, you taking a nap? <laughs> All right. Well, we can't hear you if you're, uh, if you're there. So I guess I'm going to continue on. So, um, so what we, what we uh, also look at as we're handling the stomach, we got that in good shape. Remember, we said the pH of the stomach should be one to three. Uh, that's where digestion occurs uh, the best is when your stomach is very, very acidic. And uh, one to three is where we want that to be. Now, we might have to work to get you to, uh, to that acidic point. And uh, there's other things that can come up. We talked about the uh, stomach ulcers that we have a whole system on how to handle that. Uh, we, use, uh, um, we use the okra pepsin and we can use the olive, uh, overa, uh, overa, um, A-O. vera. Aloe vera, there you are. There okay, you thank you. Uh, you, came, you came in and saved me at the last moment. Hey, you're just like Superman. All there right, and then we then we moved down into the uh, stomach area there, or into the uh, liver area, and we were talking about the liver and how we clean that up. We do a detox, a very gentle detox that our liver is working overtime. It does 590 things we know it does, and it does, they figure it does more, uh, twice that much. And we talked about the gallbladder, what happens when you don't have a gallbladder, when you do have a gallbladder. And Doc, did, is there anything that you wanted to add to uh, that discussion there? Yeah, um, I had, you'd mentioned that uh, alkaline water, uh, and we talk about how uh, your, your digestive uh, system, I mean, you got resources to digest food that are limited, and people don't realize out there you could go out and eat a meal and do have poor digestion. You're not getting all that food digested. Well, if you add on top of that some alkaline water, when you swallow that water, the next place it's going is supposed to be the most acidic of all the body. And so you're, you're, actually, uh, you're actually reducing your own resources for digestion. Now, say you drink that uh, not with a meal. Maybe that's not so bad. But if you're drinking alkaline water around mealtime when you need that acid to digest the food, now that's another story. And you're going to wear out that uh, digestive ability, um, kind of like, you know, uh, somebody who's, uh, you know, got another problem, you're, you're just creating a problem for, uh, for acid reflux to start because you won't have enough resources to make that stomach really acid like it needs to be. That's right. That's why I'm always, uh, um, I always tell people that are drinking alkaline water that they need to be careful on that. Uh, there's a way to test that uh, on the person itself to make sure mm. that their body can actually uh, handle that. So that can be a big issue for some people. And uh, we've had some people come in that uh, we've had to tell them to cut back on that because uh, they were drinking too much alkaline water. And yes, you can drink too much alkaline water for the reasons Doc, you just gave. And then uh, what we wanna do kind of to round this out for the past uh, few minutes here, talk about the, the uh, intestinal tract. We know that a lot of absorption uh, goes, uh, goes into the uh, small intestinal tract. That's where a lot of absorption is, is occurring. So we do a thing at our office. We check the um, oxygen in the person and we check the capillary oxygen, which most doctors don't check. And we wanna know, is there enough oxygen 
getting back into the cells. Uh, mm. And if not, it could be an absorption problem with that small intestinal tract. And then we do a lot of work. It seems like most of the intestinal problem comes from the uh, colon. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the colon's a big place that we, we, we're dealing with it all the time. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times we find that there's an overgrowth of uh, too much bad bacteria in one of the uh, areas of the uh, large intestine. And, uh, or we could be dealing with uh, yeast, a yeast issue. Uh, there's good yeast and there's bad yeast, just like there's good bacteria and bad bacteria. We have a product that's called uh, lactic acid yeast. That's the good yeast. And sometimes just adding in the good yeast uh, will balance that out and it'll get rid of the uh, bad yeast. Sometimes we have to go, go ahead. Oh, Doc, I was going to say, uh, you know, uh, one thing that I wanted to mention, we're, we're getting close to the end here, is uh, something that people could take that's pretty safe because you don't want to give acid to somebody who's got an ulcer. Uh, right. But we could give, you could recommend gastrex if you've got any kind of stomach issue as a general easy starter. It's not going to cause any trouble for you. Right. Gastrex goes in. It's very gentle, very easy. Uh, if you have a what we'd call a sensitive stomach, we could certainly start out with gastrex. The other thing I like about gastrex, uh, if you're having gas, it will get rid of gas because it not only works in the stomach to clean up the stomach, but as it goes through the body, it can also clean up the intestinal tract too. So that's something that we might want to do is go in and basically clean house, so to speak. And then once we got the house cleaned up and we do a detox to clean up the liver and the gallbladder, intestinal tract and kidneys, once we have that cleaned up, now we got like a clean slate that we can go back in and rebuild if we need to rebuild uh, the uh, intestine, the flora and the good bacteria uh, and the good yeast and those kind of things. Uh, as we're going, going through this. So we have a, a product called GI stability that actually works on the flora itself. You have to have good flora. That's where the good bacteria lives uh, in order for that good bacteria to get a good foothold in there and stay there. You know, a lot of people will take these uh, probiotics, which is fantastic, but they're going right through you. There's not enough there's not enough good flora to keep them in there. That's why they keep taking them all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. You might be able to verify this doc, but uh, you know, people, it comes and goes on whether they need the, uh, the good uh, bacteria, the probiotics. It's not something you have to have time and time again for the rest of your life. Yeah, all right, doc, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Great show. And we're going to be here next week. Same time, same place, different subject. And we'll see you. So stay healthy and get healthy. We'll see you next week.
program strives to provide accurate and trustworthy information. The advice given on this program is based on a short description of symptoms given by the caller and is given with the understanding that neither the station nor the host is offering a diagnosis or cure for any health-related condition. No sickness or physical disorder can be accurately diagnosed through the format of this program. Thus, anyone seeking advice should consult with their own medical professionals before pursuing any cures, procedures, or treatments suggested on the radio.